Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Cricket fans, a university in our region discusses bringing major league matches to the area. I'm Melissa Howell. A big night in sports. The Capitals on the road out west. The SEC championship is decided. CBS News at 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Will the U.S. Senate still be split 50-50 after Tuesday's runoff in Georgia, or will Democrats gain a clear majority? CBS's Nicole Killian is there. Senator Raphael Warnock is teaming up with fellow Georgia Senator John Ossoff. They both run the runoff back in 2021. This is one of several events that Warnock is doing this weekend. He has been out rallying voters to deliver one more time and give him a full term. GOP challenger Herschel Walker says it's time for change. The Georgia football star tailgated with supporters at the SEC championship game where his alma mater UGA took on LSU. And one big to stay number one in college football. Still with the sports page there, Colorado hires one-time two-sports star Deion Sanders as its new head football coach. Once prominent in both football and baseball, Sanders has been coaching at Jackson State. In the other game that the rest of the world calls football, meaning soccer, it is the end of the road for the surprising U.S. team. Correspondent Roxana Saberi watched it in Doha, Qatar. With the Dutch scoring twice in the first half, Cuts back to Bland is there. the Americans fought to overcome their opponent's early lead. Finally, regaining hope in the 76th minute. But in the end, it wasn't enough. The Netherlands three, the United States one. And back here in the much cooler northwest on the Weather Watch, winter weather advisories in effect from northern California to Washington State and points east. Watching it all, correspondent Danya Backus. Whiteout conditions in Loveland, Colorado, as a powerful storm swept through the state, making driving dangerous. The snow with high winds forced some roads to shut down. Those gusts also triggering massive dust clouds and blue tumbleweeds across streets. As this storm blows out of the Pacific Northwest, a second blast of snow, rain, and wind is moving in. In Ukraine, Chernobyl-Vodka and its nearby airfield were captured after the start of Russia's invasion and quickly became not only one of the most important battlefields, but also a potent symbol of Ukrainian resistance. Inspiring social media memes celebrating the defiance to Russia's military might. Welcome to hell. That saw Moscow forced into a humiliating retreat just weeks ago. Correspondent MTS Tayab, the Islamic State claims responsibility for an attack on Pakistan's embassy in the Afghan capital of Kabul. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 12.03, Sunday morning, December 4th, 2022. 45 of the nation's capital clearing cold lows to near or just below freezing overnight. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. As the holiday season gets going, a family mourns the death of their child after an accident in Howard County. Here's WTOP's Ann Kramer. Police are working to piece together why a tractor-trailer rear-ended a minivan along a busy interstate in Ellicott City during Friday's evening rush hour. 
Investigators say it happened in the northbound lanes of Route 29 near the ramp for Route 40. The truck hit the back of the van, which then caused a chain reaction accident involving two other cars. A three-year-old in the van died. Six more people in the other cars were injured and taken to the hospital with what police describe as minor to serious injuries. That stretch of Route 29 was closed for about five hours. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. There's a new warning this weekend about a growing drug problem in our area. Here's WTOP's Shada Estulin. Police in Prince George's County are now sounding the alarm about blue round tablets with an M on them. They say they've been recovering and testing the pills, several of which were laced with fentanyl. They say the pills are linked to multiple suspected overdoses, including two where people died. They're urging all residents don't take any medication that isn't prescribed to you by a doctor and talk to your kids about this danger. The DMV area has seen a spike in overdoses, many of them linked to fentanyl. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. It's 12.05. A fire destroys a building on the campus of St. Elizabeth's Hospital in southeast D.C., sending lots of smoke into the sky late Saturday. D.C. Fire and EMS went to the 2700 block of Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue Southeast just before 4 Saturday afternoon for a reported structure fire. D.C. Fire Chief John Donnelly. When they arrived, they found a well-involved structure, a barn, about 75 feet by uh, 150 feet. They immediately began a operation. The building was vacant and no injuries were reported. Donnelly says it's going to take all night to make sure the fire is out and make sure the area is safe. We have pictures from the scene on our website at WTOP.com. Sports bars were filled up early Saturday in advance of Team USA's eventual loss to the Netherlands in the FIFA World Cup. Despite that 3-1 loss, some of the faithful assembled were bullish on American dreams for the next tournament. Here's WTOP's Dick Giuliano. The U.S. team drew a big crowd with a long line stretching outside the door at the Astro Beer Hall in Penn Quarter. D.C., this is the spot to go. It's always packed for all the games, knockout round now. This is like the peak, though. Dozens of D.C. bars opened at 6 a.m. to accommodate the morning broadcast of the World Cup game. So the partying got underway first thing in the morning. I love Christian Pulisic. Pulisic? <laughs> Pulisic. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the loss to the Dutch, hopes are high for the team well into the future, including 2026 when the U.S. will co-host the World Cup with Canada and Mexico. In downtown D.C., Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. On to another world sport not known widely here in the United States, but cricket fans may soon have a chance to catch world-class action live and in person in the DMV. Here's WTOP's Melissa Howell. George Mason University is now in the talks with Major League Cricket and a D.C.-based investor about building a new multi-purpose cricket and baseball facility. The university says the approval means they'll be studying the feasibility of a new facility. It would be designed to welcome Major League Cricket games, meeting international accreditation standards. The facility would also host other events on the university's Fairfax campus. The goal is to have the facility up and running by the summer of 2025. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, after traffic and weather, Montgomery County tries to fight climate change with new rules for county buildings and shrinkflation. It may be taking a pinch out of your wallet. It's 12.07. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. After spending years in foster care, Lexi worried that she and her brother were too old to be adopted. Thankfully, the siblings were adopted with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. I love teenagers. To see how brave Lexi was and how she opened herself up to being in a family, all of a sudden, she's holding my hand and calling me mom. It was really special. Every child, 
no matter their age, deserve to grow up in a safe, permanent home. Children at every age experience challenges. Teenagers are more complex than young children, but in the best ways. You're never too old for family. Learn how you can help children still waiting to be adopted from foster care at DaveThomasFoundation.org. It's 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's good morning to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning already. Yeah, good morning, Ian. We'll start off with the southbound side of the GW Parkway, where all lanes are completely shut down. According to U.S. Park Police, they do say that all lanes are shut down because of an accident scene that did knock over a utility pole, so Petco has to show up and handle that situation. So as of now... Uh, listener did say approximately 12 cars are stuck behind this incident. Hopefully we can keep it at that level. If you're headed southbound on the GW Parkway, you're going to want to bail out well before the Memorial Bridge. Seems like the Memorial Bridge is your last point to bail out, so keep that in mind. You may be able to access 110 or even head into the district, maybe use Main Avenue, depending on where you're headed, of course. Inbound side of the 3rd Street Tunnel, very crowded. It was uh, slowed down almost as far back as Massachusetts Avenue for a little while. Looks like the delays cleared up a little bit. You're still slow on your approach to New York Avenue, but no accident scenes being reported. There may have been one there, but uh, it was never reported to me, so we should be okay. Northbound, DC 295, Kenilworth Avenue. The accident scene is right as you make way past Burroughs Avenue. I got crash activity mostly over on the right shoulder, but it is causing a bit of a distraction there. Plus, the emergency vehicles are starting to show up. So, again, you will find the right-hand side of the roadway partially blocked. Sounds like, according to the listeners, that the uh, ramp to Burroughs Avenue is accessible. Just got to stay to the left and uh, be extra careful when you're uh, using the ramp itself. Now, as you continue northbound on 295, headed past Route 50, according to a listener, left lane is blocked with a disabled vehicle, so stay to the right as you head past there. Southbound, Branch Avenue, the accident scene happened right at about nine o'clock had three lanes completely shut down for several hours as of now uh, hearing from maryland state police that all lanes have reopened but we're still seeing delays from the beltway till just before allentown road also allentown road's a little crowded right now as you make your way down towards that wawa near uh, branch avenue that's for uh, the bailout traffic that was using allentown road instead of branch avenue Thinking about adopting a new dog or cat? Come to Fitzgerald Subaru Gaithersburg on Saturday, December 10th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. where the Humane Rescue Alliance will have dogs and cats ready for adoption. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore uncorks this forecast for Sunday morning. Temperatures are headed into the low 30s on your Saturday night. We are mostly clear. Temperatures tomorrow will be in the upper 40s. Plenty of sunshine for Sunday. Monday, mostly sunny with highs in the low 50s. Monday night, we are tracking a chance for showers. Tuesday, highs in the low 50s with lots of rain. Wednesday, more showers with highs in the low 60s. So a bit of a warming trend through the middle of the week, but the rain stays relatively stagnant with more rain chances on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It is 45 in College Park, 45 in Fairfax, 45 along the National Mall. And it is all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
It's 12-11. The fight against climate change now includes new rules pertaining to buildings in Montgomery County. Apparently, buildings are responsible for more than 50% of Montgomery County's greenhouse gas emissions, but a unanimous council vote now requires that new construction use 100% electric energy equipment and that old buildings be retrofitted no later than 2026, with minor exceptions. Bill sponsor Hans Riemer says that makes the county a national leader in the push for electrification as a solution for climate change. Andy says using electricity instead of fossil fuels also is healthier for air quality indoors. Christy King, WTOP News. Shoppers are feeling the sting of shrinkflation. That's when a product has been downsized by the manufacturer, but the price is not reduced, and it's impacting many everyday items. The good news is that you are not helpless against the effects of shrinkflation. Edgar Dvorsky. Is founder of ConsumerWorld.org, and he has some tips to make sure you get the best deal. You have to become net weight conscious, net count conscious. That means looking at the fine print of the products you buy all the time, see how many sheets, see how many ounces. When you go to the store, double check, you're still getting the same thing. And when you're faced with all kinds of different sizes of products and different prices for them, use the unit price right on the shelf. Dorsky also says companies can reformulate their products to water down, water them down, I should say, to cut costs without changing the price. Some leaders are warning of a new surge of anti-Semitism being fueled in part by some celebrities. The worry is that could make that sort of hate speech normal in America. The comments from rapper Kanye West, including his love for Adolf Hitler, an anti-Semitic film being promoted by the Nets' Kyrie Irving, and Donald Trump hosting a Holocaust-denying white supremacist at Mar-a-Lago are raising fears for some. The mayor of Miami Beach, Florida, Dan Galber, says these are not idiots that no one's heard of. He says when influential mainstream cultural political, and even sports icons normalize hate speech, everyone needs to be very concerned. The Anti-Defamation League reports nearly 3,000 cases of assault, harassment, and vandalism against Jewish people last year, the highest number in four decades. I'm Jackie Quinn. Just ahead on WTOP, Caps playing late-night hockey in Western Canada. Frank Handerhan with that and more next, 1214. We're getting ready for bed. His dad was like, let's go to the living room and like watch TV. And I was holding him. I was like, let's just stay here. We went to the living room and we were like watching TV. And then I went back there to check on him. And he's just like face down. I feel like so helpless in that moment. Junior's all the doctor's appointment. It was just like, you're aware of SIDS. You don't go into detail about it. Besides, don't put the baby on their stomach. That's all I heard. It's really not even that much out there unless you Google it. Doctors, like, they'll talk about miscarriage. I thought they should sit down and be like, okay, you're a mom. Let's just, you know, practice this, practice that. If you could just change one little moment, it would change your life forever. My life would never go back to being the same. Josiah makes me wake up every day. He came at the right time. I don't know where I would be, mentally especially. Junior's taught me love is all you need, and Josiah taught me how to love again. For more info, go to firstcandle.org forward slash safe sleep. 1877 Cars for Kids. K A R S Cars for Kids. Donate your car today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. You'll get a maximum 2022 tax deduction and a vacation voucher. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 12-15, some late-night Caps update with Frank Hanrahan. Yeah, very late-night. Capitals visiting the Calgary Flames, and they got some work to do. They're down 2-1, to one, about 11 minutes and 25 seconds left in the third period of play. Caps got their only goal uh, from Connor Sheary late in the first period to tie it up at 1-1, but then Calgary scored early in the second period. So right now, 2-1, to one, almost midway through the third period in Calgary. College football, Colorado naming Deion Sanders as the school's new head football football coach. The announcement came just minutes after Sanders led Jackson State to its second straight SWAC title. Sanders, Hall of Fame football player, has gone 27-5 at Jackson State in three seasons, but now on to Colorado. SEC title game, all Georgia beating up on LSU 50-30. TCU, though, upset in the Big 12 title game by Kansas State in overtime. Michigan wins the Big 10. Clemson captures the ACC title game high school football how about two montgomery county schools winning state championships this week damascus wins the 3a state final on saturday beating oakdale 21 14 earlier in the week quince orchard won the 4a title dc class double a final friendship collegiate beats theodore roosevelt 19 14 world cup soccer it is over for the united states losers to the netherlands three to one later today it is england versus senegal france and poland also square off on sunday Frank Andrahan, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Frank. It's 1217. A cruise ship passenger who fell overboard is sharing his harrowing experience. James Michael Grimes and his family took a week-long Carnival cruise vacation to celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday. The day before the Thanksgiving, Grimes and his sister were hanging out at a bar around 11 p.m. when Grimes left to go to the restroom and somehow fell overboard. In an exclusive interview with ABC, Grimes shared the lengths he went to to fight for survival. A stick come floating by. looked like bamboo. So I started eating on it. And it actually, I mean, I'm not going to say it tasted good, but it gave some type of flavor in my mouth other than salt water. Grimes was eventually spotted by a tanker ship some 15 hours later. That vessel contacted the Coast Guard who used a hoist to lift him from the water and into a rescue helicopter. Grimes telling CNN he now plans to travel to New Orleans to meet the Coast Guard crew that rescued him. Yes, he's also not ruling out any future cruise vacations. Top stories we're following this morning on WTOP. More than a million people have already voted early in Georgia's Senate runoff election. The dramatic and expensive race comes to an end on Tuesday. The Supreme Court will hear a case next week involving a Christian graphics artist who objected to designing wedding websites for same-sex couples. And the U.S. men's soccer team's run in Qatar is over after a 3-1 loss Saturday to the Netherlands. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 12-18. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. Got some good news for you if you're headed southbound on the GW Parkway. Thanks to our listeners for being very on top of things. They were stuck there on the GW Parkway southbound, all free now. If you're headed southbound, there is still some crash activity. Sounds like uh, the crash activity is still along the right-hand side of the roadway, southbound GW Parkway after the Memorial Bridge. You're going to want to stay to the left-hand side. You will find some delays there on your approach course the incident involving a vehicle and a downed pole so be extra careful there if you're headed northbound on the bw parkway uh sounds like the incident is just as you make your way past burroughs avenue according to a few listeners the accident scene did happen along the right hand side of the roadway 
and was partially blocking uh, the actual ramp to Burroughs Avenue. So be careful there as well. And as you head past Route 50, the disabled vehicle is blocking the left lane. You're going to need to be over on the far right-hand side. If you're headed on the Beltway, things are very quiet right now as you make your way through Prince George's and Montgomery Counties. No issues on 50 from the Beltway out towards the Bay Bridge. Southbound Branch Avenue for a a few hours. We did have that accident scene that had multiple lanes blocked right after uh, the Beltway. As of now, it looks like all lanes have reopened, not seeing any residual delays. Uh, It is a little crowded on Allentown Road. A lot of folks were avoiding the ramp to uh, Branch Avenue. and We're using Allentown Road, so you will see a little extra volume there headed southbound towards Branch Avenue. Uh, But other than that... Things should be relatively quiet. Down in Virginia, I-95 looks great from the Beltway all the way through Fredericksburg. No issues on 66 to report. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, meteorologist Samara Theodore with this forecast for Sunday morning. A chilly start this morning. Dry conditions. Sun coming up nice and bright. Temperatures will rise from the 30s into the upper 40s by this afternoon. We are noticeably cooler in comparison to yesterday. We finished Saturday off pretty mild. For your Sunday, sunny skies. It will be breezy at times as well, so it'll feel even colder. But the good news is the winds are going to grow calmer as we head through the day. By Monday, we're mostly sunny with highs in the low 50s. Monday night, clouds move in and so does a rain chance. Showers are likely on Tuesday. High temperatures on Tuesday will be in the low 50s. Wednesday, plenty of cloud coverage. Highs in the low 60s, though, so we are warming. Another chance for showers on Wednesday. Thursday, another shot of showers as well, with high temperatures on Thursday in the upper 50s to around 60 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 44 in District Heights at Rockville, 42 degrees. It's 43 in Ashburn, brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Coming up on WTOP, you scream, I scream, ice cream lovers scream for more chocolate. It's 1221. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. It's 1222. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is officially live in Maryland. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports with DraftKings anytime and anywhere right here in Maryland. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with promo code WTOP will receive $200 in free bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, unlimited player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go for all my sports 
sports betting needs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code WTOP to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code WTOP. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 plus, physically present in Maryland. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued is free bets. See DraftKings.com slash MD for full terms and conditions. This is WTOP News. It's 1223, an unusual and controversial move in Virginia's Matthews County, north of Newport News, over preserving a Confederate statue has sparked backlash. The County Board of Supervisors is planning to protect a Confederate statue by transferring the public land it's on to a private group in an effort to prevent residents from taking the statue down. Clearly there is opposition to this planned action. The local chapter of the NAACP is threatening a lawsuit over any effort to transfer the property and the board has heard negative comments from the public. Are you representing the whole of Matthews or a very small group who brings their friends from other counties to foment disharmony in our community. I urge the board to reject this proposal and not subdivide the property and deed it to a private entity. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Leesburg's police department has lost its accreditation. Virginia's Law Enforcement Standards Commission, comprised of current and former officers, found Leesburg's department failed to meet four required four of the required 191 standards for accreditation. That process is repeated every four years. Those standards include failure to conduct timely audits, failing to update policy language around property audits, and requalifying officers using less lethal shotguns. In a news release, Leesburg's police department calls the issues administrative errors, adding that it does not impact its day-to-day operations. There are new concerns about the state of mental health among service members in the Navy in the wake of four apparent suicides. After the first two deaths, the Navy ordered a mental health stand-down. A third apparent suicide occurred the same day as the mental health stand-down and a fourth this past weekend. Earlier this year, after three crew members of the aircraft carrier George Washington committed suicide in a single week, the Navy vowed a new focus on suicide prevention. I believe that it's Band-Aids over gaping bullet hole wounds. I think we're slapping on a quick fix. Each of these latest deaths is now under investigation by local police. And the Navy has launched a separate investigation to determine if there is any link or common cause among them. At CBS correspondent David Martin, if you or someone you know is dealing with thoughts of suicide, you can call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988. Money News on WTOP at 25 and 55. Here's Gina Cervetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Ice cream lovers are on a binge. Think about, you know, how people rushed to comfort foods during the pandemic, and ice cream was, you know, no exception. Bloomberg Chicago Bureau Chief Isis Almeida says consumers have been devouring so much chocolate ice cream that the biggest maker of bulk chocolate is now sweetening production. In the Americas region, they've seen so much demand for chocolate going into ice cream that they decided that they will expand factory capacity by 15 percent in the next 18 to 20 months. Barry Callabout is a name you may not be familiar with, but you do know its customers from Nestle to Hershey. The Swiss firm supplies ingredients used in about a quarter of every chocolate and cocoa product eaten in the world. Almeida says that kind of reach has insulated it from consumer inflation pressures. They're actually not seeing that much because they're able to swap the type of product that they deliver. A new Canadian plant will play a large role in helping Barry Callabout meet demand from the ice cream industry along with boosted capacity 
capacity at other existing plants in the Americas. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. After traffic and weather down to the wire in Georgia's U.S. Senate runoff, the latest coming up, 1226. As you go about your daily life, look closer. As you gather with family and friends.